1: This
0: is a Lip Media Podcast. You're listening to all the shit I've learned
2: abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Step Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK.
0: Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also
2: experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to all the shit I've learned abroad.
0: Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Stephanie. Hello, Steph we are in hey. how many weeks now lockdown i'm i'm quarantine i'm almost out of quarantine i'll be out on monday yeah i've stuck to i'm on
2: <laughs> i am on week four of our six week stage three lockdown and just finishing week one of our six week stage four lockdown Woo. so who knows anymore it's like when you open a bottle of wine and you're filling it up before you finish in a glass Oh, That's yeah. kind of what our lockdown is like over yeah. here.
0: I mean, doesn't it yeah. feel funny that every week we're like, we talk about this and we're like cheering each other on. It's like, well done. You've done another week. Like this is what <laughs> 2020 has come to where the, the, these are small wins for us. Like me just sitting at home for almost two weeks is a, an accomplishment in 2020. <laughs> What is life anymore? I know. Um, But what we're talking about today, there's a new phenomena happening. Yes. And it's called...
2: Revenge travel.
0: Revenge travel. It sounds so ominous, doesn't it? It does. (laughs)
2: And you were the one who actually said we should do this. And I Mm. was like, all right, yeah. I had no idea what the hell you were talking about. Yeah. So what I did actually first was I was like, okay. If I, I'm gonna do this before I do any research. I wrote down a list of all the trips I want to take, mm. when I want to take them, how I want to take them. Yeah. And then I started researching this, and I was like, "Yep, these, uh, these researchers and marketing people know, oh, yeah. know what's going on because my plan, it's a thing, is well, exactly what they said."
0: Well, let's first just explain quickly what what is revenge travel if, if those of you listening this is the first you've heard of it uh it's sort of a new uh it's a new term happening right now in covid and it comes from revenge spending so in china now yes. that everything's kind of getting back to normal the economy is starting to get a bit better people are spending the shit out of their money because they've been locked at home for months and they're like yeah. i'm gonna spend like you can't see me yeah. right now i'm doing that like thing with my hands where dollar, yeah, dollar like bills the, wait, yeah yeah. I'm doing it as if like so yeah anyone can see me but anyways you can imagine um and so now the travel industry has taken this term from hmm. revenge spending and it's revenge travel so it's essentially just yes. the pent-up demand for travel since we haven't been able to do it for the last few months and everyone now is just like I'm gonna travel the shit out of whatever <laughs> when we can do it but- again
2: Yes, with very predictable patterns on how we are going to do that. Right. They know us more than we know ourselves. Scary, isn't it? Yeah. And they will. We've seen this before. So in the 2008 economic crisis, when it hit, travel went down. It was about 8% mm-hmm. that they saw a decline. And when travel picked back up again... It's surplused right. over six percent above where it had been. Right. So that's that concept of revenge travel where it's like,
0: Yeah,
2: I'm getting angsty. I and then mean, when you're allowed to go, you're like, take my money.
0: Well, and that's exactly kind of what I did with Spain. I mean, I didn't actually recognize that what I what I had done when I went to Spain a couple weeks ago for like four days was essentially revenge travel, right? Because I been yeah. stuck at home and Traveling I'm like, because you can. I'm like, fuck this. Like my flight wasn't that cheap, to go away for three, three and a mm-hmm. half days. But that was revenge travel. And I went, and then what happened? I got stuck in quarantine for two more weeks. So my well, revenge well, coming out of this is going to be even
2: <laughs> full, on, but full on, That's But that's the ominous risk of revenge travel, is right. will revenge travel be those second, third, fourth mini waves? Right. Hopefully not.
0: Well, we should hope not. And we don't are, know. Yeah, and if, if you're going to be partaking in revenge travel, then... These are some of the things now. Like we can't just kind of be booking flights and hopping here, hopping there, all willy nilly. I've always wanted to use the Mm -hmm. word term willy nilly in a sentence, and I just did. So go, you did it. (laughs) Go, yeah. Thanks. Um, But I guess that's going to be one of the first things that we're you know you're going to have to do your research, which we always say, anyways. But even more so now. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't just. I mean, I almost booked a flight to Canada. And I, cause I was kind of like, same thing, like we're not in lockdown here. And I'm like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go home, see my family. But then I didn't actually even take into consideration. I'm like, hold on. There is still a two week quarantine in place in Canada. Like I was not looking at the research to the country I was going into. So I couldn't go obviously. And then to quarantine at home, you know, you, like I can't leave for two weeks. There's no point. So uh, yeah, if you're going to partake in the revenge travel, you
2: just touched on point one of revenge travel though, of what they think a big aspect of it is going to be Mm. is more family oriented travel and Mm. multi, I should say not even family, but multi-generational travel. Okay. So a lot of times people don't want to go on vacation with their family, their grandparents, whereas now where families have been separated, you know, interstate across the world, they're going to see a spike in intergenerational travel where families are traveling together, bigger groups, and then they'll kind of stay closer to their family rather than being more social, um, you know, just in groups and tours and stuff. Right.
0: I wonder if we'll see a decline in solo travel now that you say that. Like, I wonder if a solo... Like, I'm quite an avid solo traveler, and Mm. I am sort of feeling like okay if I do go on a trip like an like my next big trip or whatever I'm kind of like oh, I feel like I do want to go with someone you know I've been on my own for four months like do I want to I mean granted I'll, I'll still do my solo trips don't get me wrong but off the bat I wonder if we'll see less solo traveling and as you said people just getting together with their families and you know going wherever it may be mm-hmm. well and
2: then so my big thing that I, since we recorded last week that I've actually been planning, I don't know when it will be, but I've been planning and researching. It's like tick one also of revenge travel is I've always, I haven't been to the Northern Territories yet mm-hmm. and I've been to Queensland, but it was very short. So I wanted to do both. Um, I actually did a deep dive into renting an RV, what size RV, how much it would be to get it for a couple of weeks already RV travel is through the roof because everyone's doing it.
0: Yeah, especially in a place like Australia. Like, again, we, we talked about a few episodes ago. I mean, if you're not flying anywhere, road tripping is where it's at.
2: Yep, absolutely. And from there, so, okay, maybe, I'll, you know what? Can I tell you the list I wrote down? Yeah. And then we can break it down why it was Revenge Travel to do it. Everyone so, loves a list,
0: so let's go through a list.
2: <laughs> okay, so first up was that RV road trip because Mm -hmm. as soon as interstate opens up here i can do that Mm -hmm. and then on the list i had new zealand okay i had palau from our sustainable list right i put vanuatu in the solomon islands just because they're close they're closer to australia easier to get to and then of course i had canada to see my family since i didn't go home um i'm not going home this christmas and then i have california because i have friends out in california i haven't seen in some time And that list, the progression of that list is exactly how they're saying travel is going to go. Right. When people start booking. So first it's going to be the RVs. Mm -hmm. Then it's going to be, yeah, interstate and domestic travel is going to be huge. And then it's going to be the nearby countries. So for example, Sri Lanka is really capitalizing on this to get all the Indian travelers. Yes. Once Indians are traveling more. So they're going to be getting India. New Zealand's going to be getting Australians. Europeans are going to be traveling around Europe again. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very much about what are your closest options as Mm -hmm. opposed to, you know, flying around the planet again.
0: And I wonder if some of, um, as you said, the destinations, people's lists are going to change just based on like, are they going to visit countries where they never even thought about going before just because they're next door? You know, it's like, oh, especially Mm -hmm. in Europe. I'm sure like I have British friends that have, you know, born and raised here. And there's tons of European countries that they've never even considered visiting. Some of them that I've gone to just because, again, I kind of – I do sometimes look at what's close, what's cheap. But granted, I'm not – you know, I'm not from here originally. Like, part of the reason I moved over here was to kind of see as much of Europe as I could. Um, Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I have some friends that are looking at even some of those, like, Eastern European or Central European countries that they didn't consider before where they're like, actually, why not? It gets me out. You know, it gets me traveling. It's cheap. It's, you know, building up the travel economy again. Um, But, yeah, again, some of these places just never really on their list of places to go. And now they are. So,
2: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I never thought about going to Vanuatu or the Solomon Islands. mm. Um, But when I was just kind of playing around and being like, where am I realistically? And granted, my list takes no consideration for my budget or my time off. Right, right. (laughs) That was just like, what do I do if I can do everything? But yeah, it's really interesting. I was, there's a, a whole psychology right now around how these countries too are going to be marketing their tourism to get people there. Okay. Um, so this is actually a really great opportunity. A couple of weeks ago, I said what I don't miss about traveling was the over tourism. Right. And when you go somewhere and there's thousands of people. Tourists. You, so you don't miss this- tourists,
0: even though you More- know, the irony of you saying <laughs> that, but yeah, <laughs> I get you
2: um this is a great opportunity to for countries not typically known for tourism to level that playing field a bit and get Mm. their numbers up while places who've been overwhelmed their numbers could slowly come down a bit
0: right well i know i was reading uh again while i was kind of reading up on revenge travel they're saying like southeast asia for example they're gonna see like a massive influx of Mm. people going over there that might live on that sort of uh, your side of the world almost right? so yeah, um talking about them just have like being prepared for that influx of tourists, whether it's like hotels, restaurants, you know yeah, um see, I like that you've actually planned out your revenge travel stuff like I haven't even done yeah. that yet. I just know I'm gonna partake in it, but like I have no plan. <laughs> so you've now by you providing your list, I think what I need to do this week is actually like sit down and actually come up with like a like it's almost as if now with travel and the planning we have to make for it is almost more practical than anything like it's practical Mm -hmm. travel planning whereas before again i would just book a flight willy-nilly i said it again Oh, I'm, how many times can I say willy-nilly in this episode? Um, You've said it
2: four or five now. <laughs> that's
0: like twice. Give me a break.
2: No, because you said it every time you said you wanted to say it. You said it again. You doubled up.
0: Oh, fine. I love that you're <laughs> keeping count. Um, but yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's going to be the pra- the the practicality around it. And again, looking at what countries am I actually allowed to go into right now? Which ones have like... A a mandatory quarantine when I come back, you know, it's going to be working around all of those rules. And (laughs) and
2: some of the things they're looking at is countries because, you know, everyone's talking about like what is travel going to look like post COVID. Mm. And some of the things could be now, obviously, sorry, USA, this isn't you, but (laughs) a lot of countries you get your test results in two to three days, right? So, a lot of traveling. They're expecting it to be longer trips as opposed to shorter. Like people used to travel for three or four days. It's now going to be a week because you get tested when you land Mm -hmm. and then have a mandatory quarantine until your results come in. Mm -hmm. And then you can begin your trip. That's one of the things they're looking at. So one of the things to take into consideration about all these trips is um they might need to be a bit longer especially for europeans when you do go away for a long weekend um that might not be the norm anymore
0: no more three days in spain and you're right you know it's almost worth like and again depending on your type of trip you know maybe you could go away to like you know my family they're at a cottage right now in canada Mm -hmm. it's like could have gone potentially for two weeks quarantine there Granted, I don't know what the rules are about, you know, they would then not have to leave either. And that means that my entire family has to quarantine with me. So I'd get there and be like, none of you can leave. So that's not cool. <laughs> but um, but as you said, doing the, you know, again, me being in Spain for three days, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's next time that I have to, if I do go to Spain, it's like, hey, you stay there for a couple of weeks. But I guess, you know, hand in hand, now everyone's working remotely. You might be able to do that, you know, as long as you've got somewhere you're staying You got Wi-Fi you can work from. I mean, we talked about that a couple episodes ago in terms of, like, how travel is going to change in the future and how everyone – how workplaces are – are they going to go back to a a 9 to 5, Monday to Friday office type setup or are we going to work remotely forever? So, yeah, you don't know. Um, But, yeah, equally things can change so quickly. Like, even last night, um, I think in the U.K., anyone coming back from Belgium the Bahamas and Andorra they also have to self-isolate for 14 days and that again just happened overnight yesterday it's as of sometime this week anyways I can't remember the exact day or time they have to be back but it's all changing so fast and so sporadically as well Um, and as the cases spike and fall and you know according to Donald Trump in the U.S. They're, the cases are falling i mean i don't know if anyone watched that interview with jonathan swan they're the lowest
2: they're the lowest in the world
0: they're the they're, they're the lowest which means that they're the highest which means they're the best that was my favorite line from the interview for those of you who haven't seen the interview with Donald Trump and Jonathan Swan, it is literally the best thing. There was actually a parody. Jimmy Fallon did a parody of it. Like, he oh, made, I didn't uh, see this yet. Which was funny, but it's it's the actual interview is funnier than Jimmy Fallon doing a parody of it. So <laughs> that says a lot. Um, anyways, uh, twenty twenty. We've gone on a tangent, but but yeah, it's just how quickly this is all changing and how sporadic it is. So you know, if you are going to partake in that revenge travel. You have to be prepared be ready. for revenge. Yeah. Back. That's the thing is
2: <laughs> right now, you got to be mentally prepared for anything to happen to be stuck there, to not be able to get back. That's the same thing, two different ways. I know mm. to quarantining again. It's just everything's so unpredictable right now. Well,
0: and a lot of people, I think, as well, you know, when I told people I came back from. Spain and said look I've got a quarantine for 14 days you know I had a lot of people being like ah but you know surely they're not going to check how will they know and I'm like well first of all even if they're not we should be following the rules right so Mm -hmm. don't use revenge travel as a like fuck you I'm just going to go do my thing and I don't care that there's a global pandemic still happening it's Mm -hmm. still happening it's still very real and people are still dying um but also a lot of these countries are taking it very seriously um one of my Uh, colleagues their next-door neighbor uh, they came back from somewhere i can't remember where it was but they actually had someone come and check up on them to make sure that they were quarantined they came to their front door so when my colleague told me that i was kind of like oh shit like they could turn up at my doorstep any day now they, uh, they haven't yeah they're
2: they're doing that um here in australia they're door knocking and they're finding about one quarter mm. and this is of people who've tested positive one right. quarter of the people are not there right of people who've tested positive i don't even know what the numbers are for people who've just you know returned and are supposed to be quarantined
0: out of precaution right which is me but they're doing mad door knocking here and the fines the fines in canada i think are up to like a hundred grand or something which is another reason when i'm uh, when i was looking at potentially booking a flight home i'm like i'm not what am i doing like this is ridiculous like having to quarantine for two weeks if i did break it You know, even if I I screwed up, made a mistake and say I did break quarantine. I mean, the potential fine of a hundred grand. You think I have a hundred grand? I just dropped all the money I have buying a flat in London. I can tell you right now I'm (laughs) broke. So please share this podcast with more people so we get more listeners,
2: guys.
0: (laughs) What are the fines Um, in Australia?
2: The fines in Australia here. So they're different state to state, but they're wild. So if you're not quarantining, 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 quarantine. Quarantining? I think I said quarantine. Quarantini. Ooh, have um, we just made a new drink? It should be uh, quarantini. I've, no, I've heard a million people oh, say that. Fine. I'm not as creative or clever
0: um, as I thought. Yeah,
2: but if if you're found not complying, basically, you can get up to $20,000 in some states, 50000 in others. Um, if you're a business, so say, for example, I have my own business here. I could mm. potentially, as a business, be fined $100,000, like, They are cracking down. Right. As they should
0: be. I think everyone took too long to deal with this. And I mean, you know who's not still dealing with it? The U.S. (laughs) I mean, everything we talk about, I think, in the last few months, anything we talk about in this podcast, sorry, U.S., none of it is... (laughs) Related not really applicable. to you, not that's it, not not applicable. I'm really I sorry for like what you guys are. American going through. listeners
2: can go back and just start on our March, like our second week of March episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, not the first episode in March because we sometimes we've had people listen to that episode like weeks later, and that was the episode where I'm encouraging people to take advantage of cheap flights while a, a global <laughs> epidemic. It was not a pandemic yet, guys. um Quickly that changed, and we did have listeners. Private message us saying, "How could this you? was bad advice? Yeah, they're like this is terrible <laughs> advice." I'm like, "No, no, no! Please look at the timestamp. Look at look at what date we put it out." So again, we're like
2: we know it's bad advice. We Don't know, but it. it's there,
0: guys. It's you know sometimes the episodes we put out they do not age well, and that one did not after a week. <laughs> no, so, we did not. anyways, but now we're four months four months later. Now we're we're in the revenge travel portion of yes. covid which it's this is what are
2: the what are the um like the stages of recovery for alcoholics oh, like, so we've got to be in some revenge travel must be like in the looking to the future stage
0: so i think what you're talking about is the five stages of grief which i can i think covid we're all going through grief right now right so it's denial anger okay. yeah bargaining depression and acceptance, which I actually feel we've got we're in of,
2: the final stage. We are. <laughs> I,
0: I do feel like denial would have been March when we're like, fuck it, get on a plane. It's fine. Anger <laughs> was when the whole world went into lockdown and everyone's pissed off about it. Bargaining. Then we're like, all right, so maybe we can go outside for a bit of exercise. But I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good bargaining. Oh, maybe it was like, you can travel for a bit. But then, if you come back, you go into quarantine. Oh, I don't know. Depression when you just sort of realize this sucks. I've had.
2: I feel like depression it, for me was the days where there were days where sometimes I just, I'd be watching something sappy on TV and it would kind of make me tear up a little, and then suddenly that would trigger like, yeah, I'm crying. I'm messaging people. I'm yeah. I and it, I was just like a hot mess. And they're like, why are you crying? I'm like. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I watched a dog being reunited with its owner. Like some... yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And then acceptance, which I do feel like, like we're accepting it now. And we're just accepting that travel is going to change. And the way we do it's going to change. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think, yeah, we've gone through. I mean, I just hope that we don't have to go through it again, you know. Like, five stages of grief, but, like, do we want a second, what do you call it, like, a second wind? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the right word, but you get what I'm saying. Let's, let's not do this again. So, everyone that is partaking in revenge travel, please follow the rules, you know. Do it yeah. responsibly.
2: Well, and uh, sorry, you touched on, you know, accepting that things are going to change. There's a few other potential changes in the works that, yeah, I was a bit surprised by even. They kind of make sense, but while global tra- airline travel is significant, down so Mm -hmm. much um there's a lot of environmental organizations lobbying governments to because airlines are asking for buyout bailouts right now to try Mm -hmm. to save the business and environmentalist groups are lobbying governments to attach climate change related yes um what not what's the right word just like clauses yeah attached to these bailouts so things like even and this one hit me i go though i guess i don't fly as much anymore um, things like a frequent flyer levy where they could be adding higher taxes to people who travel more often, which would also encourage longer trips as opposed to more trips. Mm.
0: Makes um, sense. They're look-
2: Yeah, there's a number of different, ugh, it's going to be different.
0: Yeah. And well,
2: no and- one knows what it will be, but there's a lot of ideas out there.
0: And I think especially, so they're saying, you know, in the last few months they've seen like carbon emissions drop you know, it's it like the environment. I think we did we did an episode on this, didn't we? I can't even remember now how the environment we, is. We did sustainable travel. That's a sustainable, yeah. So, just a few weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's actually, COVID has been a very good thing for the environment because people aren't traveling as much. However, with this surge now of revenge travel, environmentalists and uh, environmentalist groups are worried that it's just going to go back up to what it was that people aren't going to give a shit because they've been so pent up and they're ready to go. So yeah. I, I agree. This is the time if they're going to start putting something in, whether it's being taxed more or, you know, putting in a clause when you fly, now's the time to do it. And I don't know why they wouldn't use this opportunity to yeah, jump on it. People that. are trying. Yeah. yeah. So that's a, it's good. But again, guys think about if you, if you're going to start embarking on, you know, even more traveling than you did before Because you've got that pent-up urge to do it, just think of that as well. Think of where we've come in terms of the environment in the last four months and how good it's been. Let's not Mm -hmm. screw it up again.
2: Yeah, and another thing to accept is a big part of Revenge Travel, as they're saying, is that it's going to be mostly for the wealthy, the people Mm -hmm. who can afford to just drop a lot more money and, and, you know, kind of, I deserve this. But it's going to be, you know, backpackers and... Um, budget travelers who kind of feel the sting here because prices are going to go up. That mm. is inevitable. It's something I'm mentally trying to accept. Right. Um, But I'm hoping countries like Vanuatu or New Caledonia come up with sort of a scheme like Iceland did to try to get people there, um, right. to try to... Build their tourism industry, so we'll see what happens there. I'm
0: hoping. Well, even with that said, I was doing some reading that they're they're saying that you know while the initial flight might be more expensive, they're actually saying things like upgrades aren't Mm -hmm. going to be as expensive. So actually, if you are privileged enough to get a flight somewhere, you know if you are going to partake in revenge travel, maybe. Actually look at, if you've never, and you know, there's people that fly business all the time. If you're someone that never has, and you just want to try it out, maybe this is the opportunity for you to look into it and see what, you know, see how much extra it would be. You know, I'm not suggesting everybody fly business class because again, as what we were just talking about in terms of the environment. That's not great. But if you're not doing it all the time, and as you said, Steph, with revenge travel, it's a little bit of treat yourself
2: yeah you know so yep. maybe
0: now is the time you know try it out but i'm just telling you if once you fly business or first class you're not going to want to go back to economy so just prepare yourself i was i thought <laughs> you were gonna have some clever rhyme there no once you go business you never go nothing rhymes business. with <laughs> nothing <laughs> okay moving on swiftly <laughs> uh So, Steph, I'm gonna come up with my revenge travel list for. Yes. I mean, I don't think it's even gonna be the rest of this year, honestly. Like, I don't think I'm going anywhere. <laughs> I think Spain. That was my my one. Dip your toes back in and yep. get your hands slapped. And then look what happened. So, I think I'm gonna stay put. I mean, we've got. Well, I'm staying put until Monday, anyways. Can't go anywhere. But um you know, we've got the beautiful weather in London right now. It's like 30 plus degrees, so I can pretend I'm in Spain. From my Juliet balcony inside for the time being. (laughs) Um, And if anyone else has revenge travel plans, let Mm -hmm. us know. Let us know how you're going to execute them. I want to know how much research are you guys putting in? You know, where are you going and why are you going? Is there a practical reason behind it? Is it somewhere that you had planned Before we went into lockdown. I mean, for me, one of the places I really do want to go. And if I'm going to go anywhere else, it's going to be Italy. Remember how I said I was going to go to Italy earlier this year. And I was going to like propose to myself on a gondola.
2: Do you remember how I said, I'm like, you're not going to Italy. I hope your friend's okay.
0: Yeah. supposed to be getting married. I mean, clearly her wedding did not happen, but she's in high spirits. She just said, hey, look, we're going to do it next year. But I'm still going to go to Italy ahead of time. And I'm going to... You know what? I might I'm gonna Wait. propose to myself, and I might one up it. I might marry myself while I'm there. <laughs>
2: I might have my Wait, own. You know wedding. what? Now is the time, while well, when you can, to go to Venice while the while there aren't thousands of thousands of tourists.
0: True, it's a good point. Do it, do you, it. You know what's gonna happen then? While I'm there,
2: you're gonna fall in love with a gondola driver.
0: N- no, I was gonna <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but I was gonna say uh, Italy will be put on the the UK's list of places. On arrival, to having to quarantine. Did so, I mean, we should just see. I should just start booking places across Europe and just see if it's just my luck. Everywhere I go it gets put on the... Yes.
2: COVID is all about you, Andrea. It's
0: obviously. Clearly. <laughs> all right. Uh, let us know. And
2: for all our Patreon donors, I sent some packages out this past week. If you haven't received yours yet, it should be coming soon. I heard one I sent a couple months ago to... The United States just arrived not long ago, so things are a little slow, but it's on the
0: way. (laughs) Um, All right. Thanks, guys. We will see you next week. All the shit I've learned abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit Have Learned Abroad Pod, and donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod, and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening.